welcome to this week's episode where I'm going to talk about my first semester of grad school, all the good, the bad, what it was really like. And before I get started, I want to go over something good that happened over the weekend and something I'm looking forward to this week. So actually today, my uh, one of my good friends, Mackenzie, got engaged and we had her, like, her surprise engagement party. So that was super fun, exciting, getting to see her like, really happy and surprised. And something I'm looking forward to this week is it's our last week before school starts. So yeah, last week I went on a break, which is kind of sad. But um, one of like the big projects for my graduate assistantship that I've been working on like all last semester, we finally are getting to like implement this at the end of this week. So that's very exciting because we worked really hard, me and like the other people on the team. So I'm just really excited to get to do that and see all our hard work pay off. But moving into this week's episode, I want to talk about grad school um obviously like what it was like I kind of want to start with more of the application getting in orientation process of it all and then when classes actually start and what it was actually like I know in my first episode I briefly kind of went over it and like why I decided to go how I decided but I kind of want to go into a little bit more detail with that because I feel like that will like especially going over orientation that will help explain how like the kind of the bad parts of it and um so yeah just to get started I am gonna go back to the summer before my senior year of undergrad. I once I decided that I wanted to go to grad school, I started looking up um, different schools and different requirements of what I needed to do to get in. And I saw that I needed to create like a letter of intent, which is basically just like an essay of why you want to go. And it had like four different questions that I answered, and it was like why I wanted to go, why I was interested, things I was involved in in undergrad. And I think there was like another question, can't exactly remember off the top of my head, but so I filled that out and then we had to create a CV, which is basically like an, a resume, but like an academic resume. So it has like every class that's related to the programs. Like, so I took an intro to industrial organizational class. And so I would list that as like a class I took or my statistics class or any class that's like related to the program, you list any like I was on the dean's list so I listed that any clubs I was in um stuff I did with my sorority so just everything I did non-work related I still think there's a section where you can put like different jobs so I had like um like I said before like an HR internship that I had listed because it's related but anything academically related to the program you put and then I know or then I realized I have to take the GRE which is basically the ACT but for grad school and there's like two sections like a math and a verbal there's an essay portion too but I didn't have to technically get a certain score on that section but I still had to do it when I took the actual exam but I needed to get a certain minimum score for the math and the English section and I am a terrible test taker um the ACT did not go as well for me I didn't get as high of a score as I hoped I would I'm just I get super stressed and not the best like standardized test taker like under pressure time answering those type of questions so I knew that I wanted to do well on the GRE because it's also very expensive like to pay and to sign up to take it it cost a couple hundred dollars and I didn't want to have to keep re um, paying for it and retaking and retaking and retaking it I wanted to hopefully do it in one like one time so I was like what's the best way to go about studying for it and I was like maybe I need to like follow along one of those like three-month program things so I found this um McNoosh 
something like online and it's like a three-month program that like walks you through like every day you do something related to either math or English to get you ready so it gives you practice problems videos mini quizzes and then towards the end closer to your test date you do like full practice exams where you sit down and pretend you're taking like the GRE to get you ready and so I did that the whole summer before and I scheduled my exam to I take it the September in September of like my senior year, like the week after my birthday or something. So I had all summer to prepare and I wanted to take it early enough in the school year to where I wasn't like getting so overwhelmed with sorority stuff and school stuff, but I also didn't want to take it too soon because I wanted to really have those three months to study and review. So I did that every night. We're done like geometry problems. I feel like there was like algebra problems that like I haven't even looked at since like freshman year of high school. So I really, it was a good refresher and I took the exam on like a Monday and I did it in person. You can take, I think the GRE online, but I would, I lived in a story house with like 12 other girls. So I just, that was like risky with like sound and I didn't want to get like caught for cheating or anything because of girls coming in the room or just being sidetracked. So I decided to go to like a testing center and I would, I went in to the testing center. You like put your keys and phone in like a locker and lock it. And then you walk in, sit at the computer and you take the exam and you can take like a 10 minute break. But I was already kind of like in a role that I just like didn't take my break at all. I just kept going. There's like six sections and the GRE is nice though, because it's online it will help you in a way and so like what I mean by help you is if I would answer a certain type of question correct over and over and over it would give me more of those type of questions so for math if I answered a algebra question really well over and over and over it would keep giving me those whereas if I answered like a triangle like find the other angle of the triangle I did poorly on that it wouldn't give me as many questions as as those so it was it's like kind of designed to help you get the best score that you can which was really nice because I was really strong in certain sections of the math and not as good in others so it would give me more of what I was good at and the other thing that's kind of scary about the GRE though is it tells you your scores as soon as you're done so as soon as you hit like submit exam it's like on this next page you will see your scores and I remember being so nervous so I had gone I was crushing it going through my exam got into like where I could take the break I was like no I'm on a roll I'm just gonna keep going kept going got to where I submitted it and to where it was like on the next page you'll find it and I remember thinking to myself okay if I don't get at least the minimum score I need maybe grad school's not for me I'm just gonna maybe get a job after graduation like I don't want to have to take this again because sitting there for three hours taking that exam was not fun it was not fun at all I didn't want to have to go back and restudy again I wanted to enjoy my senior year of college like I just remember thinking this is I'm just not going to do it again this will be it I tried it's okay and I hit the next page and I saw my scores and I got above what I needed to I remember being like it was such a relief I was like oh thank gosh I got what I needed and I remember being really really excited and so then I the next page you like can pick what schools you want to send your scores to and then I got up and I left the testing center and like immediately started texting everyone I knew, called my mom and stuff. And I was like, I passed, I passed, I got the minimum score. And so all I then needed to do was just reach out to my professors for letters of recommendation and make sure my letter of intent looked good and my CV looked good. So fast forward like a month, October, early November, reached out to all my professors. So I reached out to like a professor, one of my sorority advisors, and then my like the person I worked under for my um, HR internship and asked the three of them if they could write me a letter of recommendation because I had met with a UTC like 
she wasn't a counselor, but she was someone in the admissions center to where like they help you with that kind of stuff. And she was like, try to get like a variety of different people, not just like all professors or all this or all that. So I tried to do like a variety of one from each different part of my life kind of. And then I also had her read over my CV and my letter of intent. And she gave me some like corrections and feedback. And then I fixed it and went back to her and she's like, yeah, these look good. And so once I did all that, December 1st, I submitted my grad school applications and that was really like a, um, also very exciting because I had make sure everything was good. I paid the application fee and I hit submit and I had like my roommate took like a Polaroid picture of me and it was just like really, it was a crazy moment though because I was like, holy cow, I just applied to grad school and I had worked really hard over the summer to study. I had done everything I needed. All I have to do now is just wait. And I waited until it was like March, the end of March, I think. And I kind of told this story in the last week's episode with like the highlights of the year sitting in the sorority like living room. And I got this like email like randomly at like 4 p.m. Like, congratulations, Kendra. We would like to welcome you a spot. And I just remember being super happy. And I won't go too much more into that because I kind of explained it last episode. But that was very exciting, obviously, and it was just really nice to be surrounded by like a bunch of people that had known how hard I worked to get in, to be there in the moment that I did get in. But yeah, so then after I got in, I applied for a graduate assistantship, which is basically like a job, but not like a full-time job. It's only like a 10-hour-a-week job, and I can do it like in between classes. I just do some work that's taking like the stuff we're learning in our textbook and applying it to real-world stuff, so I um, found out I got that. I had to do like a whole interview process for it too, so it was really nice that to find out I got it. And then I just waited until the summer when I heard more of like about orientation, what my schedule would look like since um, our first semester, we don't pick our classes. It's we have to take like these classes. So they were like assigned to us. I didn't have to like worry about picking my schedule or anything, but I didn't hear anything until I want to say like July when we got, maybe it was even June. We got uh, like an email from the director of the program and it had all the information of who are like, who are some of the second years who are going to be like helping us through the process. Like if we need to get in contact with them, we can. And then they gave us like a whole packet of like what to expect, who our mentor was going to be, all that stuff. So I found out who my mentor was going to be. And that's basically someone we could like reach out to at any time. If we had any questions, any advice, and they would just like check in on us periodically, like making sure we were all good, if we were feeling nervous or anything. And then also in that packet, it had the um, dress code, which this was a new thing for me because I guess I kind of, I knew I would have to dress nicer than I had for undergrad classes, but it was like kind of like more business casual. And I just, that's something I'm not used to because in undergrad, I went to class, I think I've said this in like another episode, two days a week for like two hours. I would go Tuesday, Thursday from like 9 a.m. to like noon. And I would wear in the wintertime a sweatshirt or sweatpants with sneakers where when it became spring or like the early fall was so it was like really hot August, September, I would wear Lulu shorts and like a t-shirt and sneakers. I did not dress up at all. I dressed up one day when we had to give like a presentation and that was it. I would wear not like I didn't care what I looked like. I just wanted to be comfortable and yeah this was so when I found out I would have to be wearing like jeans or like nicer blouses I was like oh this is like not what I'm used to so that was kind of a change I had to go buy some more clothes especially since all my like business casual wear were like 
closed for like the winter and not like the heat that it was in like August. So I remember the week of orientation, I dressed up the first day and I remember like being like really like warm inside the building. And I was like, man, I need to get some more like tank top, like where it's like not full tank top, but you know, where it's like, it cuts off like right near your shoulder. So it's like, you know, the four finger tip length. So it's like appropriate and stuff. But I was like, I need more of that because of how warm it is outside, how warm it is in this building. And I don't want to be like sweating also because it's nerve wracking to be in like a grad school classroom with only like nine people for the first time and having to participate and know what's happening all the time. I just like didn't want to, I would get myself worked up and I was like, I don't want to be like sweating everywhere. So I went the second day of orientation, like H&M and spent like $150 on like a whole new wardrobe basically and got a lot more like nicer blouses and shirts. And I had a bunch of like business pants, but it was just like the tops and stuff I needed to get. And, but so yeah, in that packet, it told us we needed to wear that. And it also told us, yeah, our class schedule, it had tips and advice and yeah, I remember reading it and being like, oh, okay, like it won't be as bad. And all the, in the advice, it was like the f- second semester will get better. First semester is really hard. It's a big transition. And I kind of, I guess when I was reading it, skimmed over it and I was like, okay, yeah, this is what they, their experience was. I bet mine won't be like exactly like it. Well, I was wrong, but I'll get to that in a moment. But so yeah, so we found out our orientation schedule too. We, the, it was the week before classes start, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we had different times to come in. They'd give like an overview of the program, overview of my graduate assistantship, then just more like meet the professors, meet your peers type activities. And so yeah, orientation day one though, is I wanted to talk about this for like a main reason, because during this orientation, they like two of our director and like assistant director of like the program basically kind of like gave this whole speech about how the first semester will feel like we're drowning but then the moment we submit our final exam in the winter like it'll come it will feel like we came up for like a breath of air and we can breathe again and they were talking about how hard it was like it will be difficult it will be challenging like it'll be a big adjustment you'll just need to keep pushing through it like we're here you'll need to make sure you're prioritizing your health your mental health like all this stuff I remember sitting there and honestly I was very naive because I was sitting there I was like man it can't be that bad like undergrad for me I fortunately was it was it was very easy I adapted to online classes very well I managed to finish undergrad getting all A's I never like I studied for tests but I was never like super stressed out I managed to finish all my work on time I balanced it all well with being in a sorority and undergrad for me was very smooth and even high school was like that too like school has never been very hard for me like yes I put in the time to study I put in the time to do work and understand the material but I never struggled to really comprehend it as much as I did this first semester and I never once felt like work was like overwhelming to me until this first semester so I remember sitting there like man it can't be that bad like I I did good in undergrad like I graduated a whole year early like this is this won't like yeah it'll probably be more work and a little bit more challenging but it probably won't be as bad as they're saying well I was completely wrong the first week of classes I yeah I felt then I was drowning and it was an insane amount of work that I was just not used to so I think the easiest way to kind of more explain it is to maybe just like break it down each class so I had four classes I took and then the fifth class was like a lab for my stats class that like it was once a week and 
I actually enjoyed my lab though because we got to work on our homework that was due so that was really nice because it was a time of like I could collaborate with my peers on homework like if hey did you understand this like because it was all also using like a software program on our computers so I remember being like hey do you remember how like we use the software like do you know how to find this one or and like just like help each other that so that class wasn't actually that bad and I enjoy stats I don't hate it I mean, it was kind of challenging with the whole, like, using a software, for, like, a new software for the first time, but it wasn't my least favorite class at all. I actually, like, enjoy stats um, a decent amount. So, my other three classes, though, the one class is the hardest class, one of, one of two of the hardest classes we take the whole program, and the amount of reading we had this for this class was, it, it was, it was crazy. I had never read this much in my whole life, and to be completely honest, in undergrad, I never once read a whole textbook. I would, I don't even think I read a whole chapter of a textbook once. I would read the pages that I needed to, to complete the assignment. So if I had a discussion post asking about this certain like specific thing in the textbook, I would go to that page or those two, three pages and only read those pages. For my essay, I would only use the pages or chapters that I needed to, to write about it. I never once sat down and read it like front to back. So to find out that I would actually need to do that this time because we would have these assigned readings that were due at the beginning of the class that met like twice a week. So we would have to read like a textbook chapter or two. Then we would have to read additional like two or three articles and we would have to come with like summaries, one page summaries of these articles and textbooks. And then we would have to share or like discuss with the class so like each class period two students like came up with discussion questions and asked and we would all like discuss so it was very like seminar based which I was also not used to as much as like lecture based like a, all all but one of my classes in undergrad was lecture based like the teacher stood up there went through powerpoint slides I wrote my notes got up and left I had one class my last semester where it was more seminar based but uh, it was one day the teacher would lecture, the second day um, a group of students would lead. So it was not as um, the same as it was now to where like we had to form our own like a ton of discussion questions, ask them, and the teacher sat back and let us discuss unless we got stuck or if he thought we were missing a point that we needed to discuss more, he would add on to that. So I was not used to this and I was also not used to reading this much and I knew that I would have to participate, which was also different than my undergrad classes because I didn't participate at all. In undergrad, I participated maybe five times in my classes and it was never for a grade though. So until grad school, I never raised my hand, never talked. So learning to do that has been very challenging. It's something I'm still working on to this day, I'm trying to still be more okay with being wrong and like raising my hand and being like, oh, well, this is my opinion about it. So that was very difficult, especially since it was part of our grade. It was a good 20, 30, 40%. I don't exactly know the percentage, but it was a good chunk of our grade was how, how much we participated. So this was all this one class. And I remember like reading it and I would feel really good about the readings that were due on Tuesday because I would do them over the weekend. But the readings that were due on Thursday where I only had like Tuesday and Wednesday night, I just remember like feeling like I was crunched for time and I didn't, I was like, oh, I got to get it done. So I'd be like trying to not to skim because I needed to understand the material, but I'd be so tired from being in class all day that it just towards the end, especially after midterm, midterms, the time of from 
like the end of October to finals flew by and I feel like I didn't even comprehend all the material like I should have like I did but I didn't because of how fast it went and I felt like I was just reading 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 there was one night where I read 150 pages for this class and it was all great content don't get me wrong I really enjoy the content that I'm reading it's super interesting to me obviously because it's what I'm going to school for but it's just so much. And then to have to condense it into one page summaries and only pull out the super important information was really hard. And it's still a skill that I'm working on. And but I do think this class did help my critical thinking skills and being able to be more confident being wrong in class. I'm not perfect at it yet, but I am getting better with it being okay to be wrong and not be embarrassed. So that was that class. And my other two classes honestly weren't as bad. It was the work just kind of seemed like ugh, on top of doing all like the readings I had to do before and then having stats homework due and just being in class all day, which was something I also was not used to because of my undergrad. I had only been in class for like two hours, two days a week. I just was able to have all afternoons, like my whole week, my afternoons were free and Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I just didn't really do anything but go to the gym and hang out with my friends. So going from that to now having to be in class Monday through Thursday all day is like was a very, very big difference. I would literally be in school from on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 930 until 4, 5 p.m. So it was basically like, yeah, a full-time job. And it was just very, yeah, like I just said, different because that wasn't what I was used to. So by the time I would come home, I would be so tired. Like I just spent all day in school. I would not want to do more schoolwork. Plus I would want to go work out. But the gym here is so busy between the hours of like five and seven because everyone just gets off work and they're like, oh, time to go hit the gym. So I would have to wait until like seven, seven thirty time I get back. It's like eight thirty time to eat dinner. It's nine. Then I shower and then I'm like, OK, now it's time to do homework. So then that caused my sleeping schedule to get really messed up because I'd be staying up late trying to do homework and I would 11 o'clock would hit and my eyes would be getting to hurt like start hurting because I would be looking at my computer screen and I'm like oh I gotta wake up for like eight tomorrow and I know eight is not as early I know people wake up a lot earlier but I just remember being like oh I gotta wake up then go sit in class and do this all over again so that also really you know kind of affected my sleep schedule which was something I was not used to so I also had two styes this semester. I've been wearing contacts since the eighth grade. I don't wear eye makeup too often, but like when I even had dance competitions, would wear fake eyelashes, mascara, um, eyeshadow. And I have never had a sty until this semester. And I am convinced it's because of how stressed I was all semester. And like staring at a computer screen, the whole, like all day staying up late like 10 30 11 midnight looking at my computer screen I I'm convinced that's what caused my styes and I know that's like cheesy but because a lot of people get styes but I've never had that and I really think it's a side effect of this first semester feeling so stressed and I also would be so stressed when we would have like a project coming up because group projects in an undergrad didn't exist I didn't do any group projects except for like maybe one because of COVID we didn't like they didn't want us working with people we didn't know and now that we have these group projects 
uh, we had to find time to do them. And no one really wanted to hang out outside of school because we'd be in school all day. Everyone just wanted to have their like alone time where they were detaching from school or they would have to drive home because they lived not near the school. So finding time to like get together that worked for everyone was really hard too and also very stressful. And so a lot of the work, we would just have to be like, okay, let's just do it at home and meet up and see if we all agree with like what we have and if it looks good. So that was also a challenge. And I also would say that um, not, yeah, other than my sleeping schedule and um, not having enough time during the, the day, basically, finding time to go to the gym was very challenging and finding time to hang out with friends was also challenging because no one wanted to hang out as much um I'm very glad one of my friends Sarah I I got to see her like every Friday because her boyfriend is also like friends with Mikey and the band together like I get to I got to hang out with her like every Friday and Saturday so that was really nice but during the week I didn't really get to hang out with anyone because a I would be doing school and super or super tired or there wouldn't be people to hang out with because everyone was so like oh I gotta go home and do our readings do our summaries or I just want to do my own thing and chill or I gotta go do this and this so that was also very challenging trying to find also a social life during all this this break has been really nice because I've got to um, catch up with some of my other friends and just take time for myself but yeah, that was that was really hard. And I felt very alone with, because of that, because I didn't have like a person I got to see like every day that was also going through the same like experience with me. And I think that also comes from living in my sorority house the past two years. I was constantly around people. I was around 12 other girls who had similar interests as me. We would do the same things. We would do stuff so randomly. We would watch a movie. We'd watch this YouTube video. We'd laugh. We'd talk for hours. And we were all going through the same thing. We were all in undergrad. We were all in not the same classes, but like similar class schedules, class structure. And we also had the same sorority events we would go to. And we lived in the same house. So I went from that for like full two years to now none of that and not having like a whole group of like a hundred girls that I relate to in a lot of ways to having to meet these new people and balance school. Now, not living with all these girls, living with a guy and Mikey's a very busy, very busy person. And so trying to find time to like hang out and then him hang out with, uh, like other people and me try to find stuff to do for myself it was like it's very challenging and it's still something I'm working through today and I think just like trying to find stuff to do to keep me busy when I'm not doing school and there isn't anyone to hang out with and other people are busy and not the gym's like closed or something so that was just a very big struggle and difference I would say this semester was not having the same like four people that I would talk to every minute of the day basically all last school year and especially since I slept in the same room with my friend Madison because we shared the room together for a whole year we would wake up talk to each other before we went to bed we would talk to each other and just like having that like a girl there and we were living through the same life basically in a way is this very different now so I would say that was also like a big struggle of this first semester of grad school, just balancing this new life and navigating it. Now, I've just probably spent the last, you know, 25-ish minutes talking about not like, I would say they're bad stuff. I would, it's just very big and changes, but there are some good things of grad school. So I guess I should probably, I'm going to touch on those. 
And I would say the first thing is getting to meet new people that are are interested in the same thing as me. So I didn't know anyone else in my sorority that was interested in like industrial organizational psychology. There was one girl who I lived with who is interested in like human resources, but um, she was like human resource management, which I didn't even know uh, UTC had that until the end of my last semester there. So I would have known, I probably would have looked into that more, but she also had to take like accounting class and I'm not really into that. So kind of glad I didn't do that, but I never met anyone else that's also interested in what I was interested for like a career. So getting to meet all these people that are also interested in that is very like fun and exciting and like getting to hear like what parts do they want to go into like leadership or um, job analysis or consulting just like that type of thing and all having like a the similar interest in it and also bringing different ideas to the like table like in our class like I remember like they'd ask a question and I'd be like oh and I think about it this way but someone else thinks about it from this perspective so that's also really cool and a really good part about grad school and I really enjoy how small the classes are it is very intimidating at first there's nine people in my class but I feel like it allows me to almost feel more comfortable um, talking, especially towards the end of the semester. I remember at the beginning, I was so very nervous. But the more I got comfortable with the eight other people and the more I got to know them and we kind of all became friends, the more comfortable I got talking and being wrong and sharing my ideas and being myself because I feel like we all were it's like a close-knit bond in a way of like we struggle through it together like we we go through this like crazy adventure of grad school together and I think if there was like 30 of us I still might feel that like might feel intimidated to speak out and um, ask questions or raise my hand and share my thoughts so I just have really enjoyed having like a smaller class that I get the to feel like it's a no judgment zone and I get to share like my opinions and I also really do like the faculty like our professors they're really cool. They have, they're super knowledgeable, which is really nice. They're always willing to help and just creating, I feel like they really care about us. Also, they let us call, call them by their first names, which is still very weird to me. I have not done that like to their face. I have not like walked up like our one professor's like, yeah, call me my first name. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. That like feels wrong. So I still, you know, call him by his like doctor name, but it's just like that closeness and like him wanting to get to know us and then we wanted to get to know them just having this bond is like really really cool and plus they've some of our professors have been in the field for like 20 something years so they have all this knowledge to teach us which is really cool because I do enjoy like the content part of school it's just the workload was really really hard but I'm trying to think of other good things that I haven't already gone over um not that there aren't a lot of good things. It's just a lot of this episode, I wanted to talk about the truth of it because I feel like a lot of times when someone asks me like, how's school going? I'm like, oh, it's hard. Like, it's good. I'm pushing through. It's different. Um, when inside, I'm like actually like, oh, I'm drowning. Like, I can't wait for winter break. And so that's why I wanted to spend most of this episode because I know a lot of my friends that I went to school with listen and they ask me a lot of times like, oh, how is it going? Like, how's school? Like, I bet, how, how are you doing? And this is how I'm doing. It was very, very hard this semester. It was a struggle um, academically, socially. Um, I've never cried more than I have like for like because of school until this past semester. 
just feeling like overwhelmed and like I'm, I don't belong or maybe I'm not smart enough for this. I felt that so many times. I really did feel like maybe I'm just, this isn't for me. I don't, I feel so lost. I feel like I'm not comprehending the material. I, maybe I, I just shouldn't do this anymore. And when I talk to the other nine people, or I guess it'd be eight people, they're like, no, we feel the same. Like, trust me, it, we, we feel this too. And it's, I think that's what kept me going too, was knowing I wasn't alone in that case. Like other people felt that way. And they told us too, orientation in orientation, we would feel like imposters. We would have imposter syndrome. And I felt that the whole semester it wasn't until finals week where I kind of was like okay I kind of feel like I know what's going on um yeah I I feel like I maybe belong here and that's what's really pushing me through for like next semester where I'm hoping it's like 10 times better it's easier I understand it now I have my footing but yeah so that was very very challenging and I also struggled with not getting the grades I would hope like I kind of mentioned before, I was really glad, like lucky that undergrad was easy for me. And I know it's not easy for a lot of people. I know a lot of people struggled with like online classes. And so I was very fortunate in that case. And I managed to finish with all A's. Well, I did not finish with all A's this past semester. And that was something that I was, I was honestly okay with. I was more okay with than I thought I was going to be. But it was still a little bit disappointing because I had the last three years and even my senior year of high school, I finished with like all A's and I hold myself to that standard and getting a B or a B plus, I think it was, it was something like that. I had to tell myself like, it's okay. Like you did as much as you could. Like this is hard. It was my hardest class. Like it's okay that I got a B. And I remember I, I cannot, I, I did, I was upset. I maybe had some tears, but I was still proud of myself though. At the end of the day, I did all that I could. I studied as hard as I could for the final. I did as much as I could for our final paper, which was by the way, 25 pages. It needed to be a minimum of 25 pages research proposal. And okay, it wasn't hard until the 23rd page and I was halfway through it and I'm like, okay, well I finished. I don't know what else to add. So I had to go through my paper and like add a bunch of stuff to make it at least 25 pages. So I did as best as I could and then we had to do a presentation on it and I did my best. I tried my hardest in all my classes and I had to be okay with it's okay. I got to be um it's going to it's okay. We can't do anything to fix it now. I'm next semester. I know what to expect. I know how to manage my time better. I'm going to stay ahead of my work like even more ahead than I was this semester and just really strive to get A's again. And so that was also a challenge cuz um as if you're listening and you know me, you know, I pride myself a lot in being good at school and like getting good grades. And it's something I am very proud of myself for. It's something I work hard for. School has always been kind of my thing in a way. Like I'm not really talented in a lot of other areas, I guess. Like I can't really sing. I'm terrible at drawing, but school is something I've always been good at. And so this semester was the first time that I felt like I wasn't good at it. And that was very also challenging mentally. So, however, it's there's something I can do now to change it. So next semester, I'm going to like come in with a fresh start, fresh mind. I'm going to try my hardest, work hard, and really hope that it will be a good semester. Obviously, I'll keep you guys updated weekly with how it's how it is going, if it's better. Because every single second year has told me the second semester is always easy, easier. It will be easier. Uh, you'll feel like it won't be as bad. So that's what they keep telling us. So that's what I'm hoping. And that's what I'm, you know, banking on. So I'll definitely, yeah, keep you guys updated weekly with stuff like that. 
and I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say before I wrap this up. I don't, I don't think so. Um, that was kind of, you know, my journey into getting into grad school, what my kind of classes looked like, um, kind of how it was challenging. And yeah, I hope you guys like learned something. Um, grad school is really fun though. Um, it is very hard. I will be honest. It's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I was very naive. I also didn't know anyone going in and I tried to look up YouTube videos. I tried to look up podcast episodes and I couldn't find anything. And I almost wish if I had listened to a podcast, maybe like this, like me talking and like the realness of it, I would have been like, okay, it's really hard. Maybe I'll go in less naive. Cause I think that was my problem. I really went in thinking, oh, it won't be that bad. It won't be as hard as they say, like, I'm a, I'm a really good, I'm really good at organization. I have two different planners I use. I always am on top of things. I like to do schoolwork. So I think if I would have listened to someone maybe more like, like that, and then talk about their true experience with like how much challenging, how much more challenging grad school is compared to undergrad, I would have gone in with like, like it would have not been as hard maybe. So I hope maybe if someone out there is like looking to go into grad school or just like curious what it is, it's not all bad. It's actually really fun. Don't be discouraged or anything. But that is my experience this first semester. And obviously, I'm going to, like I said, keep you guys updated. But yeah, so if you want to apply, if you have any more questions, definitely like you can DM me on my Instagram. There's a little Dropbox on, I think, the Spotify area. Like, what did you think of this episode? Or I think I might ask a question like anyone have grad school questions or anything. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and all the love and support I've gotten from the past two episodes. I actually did figure out how to record this episode, so I'm going to probably upload it to YouTube. Um, I'm going to start posting little clips on TikTok. So definitely go follow my TikTok. I uploaded my first ever TikTok um, little video on Thursday. It was like, come to me to a Preds game. Me and Mikey went to a Preds game and I did like the little like clips of it. We lost though, which kind of sucked. Um, wish we would have won. Um, I kind of blame the refs, but that's a whole different story for a whole different day. Um, man, definitely go check it out. I'll be posting more regularly on there maybe get into my, you know, content era. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm excited for next week's episode. And I hope you guys enjoy this week. Happy listening.